Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rewriting Your Happily Ever After. I'm your host, Adrian Denise. Hopefully, you are tuned in, you are subscribed. But if you have not, let's just run through all the things. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, which you probably already have, which is why you found us here. Um, we are on Spotify at hashtag rewriting your happily ever after. Actually, I don't think there's a your. I think it's just rewriting happily ever after. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts at rewriting happily ever after. And if you've got questions or comments or concerns or you don't like the content, I mean, who doesn't like hearing about relationships and life and stuff? Uh, but feel free to write us at rewriting happily ever after at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and get this disclaimer out of the way because our first guest, well, I mean, our only guest on today's episode, uh, we are, we are talking. Oh, see, I had her on mute, so you didn't even hear her comments earlier. Sorry. Dang. So, so sorry about that. I can totally that. say it again. Every episode is a good episode. Hey, see, I love it. I'm not even going to ask you if you've actually listened to the episodes. I'm just going to take it as, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. You <laughs> You said it like you have. <laughs> Listen, I have guests that have been on that have never actually listened. And I'm like, okay, thanks mm. for saying yes. And thanks for supporting, I guess. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I would hope they would start listening because they're, they've they been on the podcast. So yeah. ideally, if you weren't before, you would now because I've invited you to the space. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. One would think. <laughs> let's assume. Let's so let's assume. <laughs> so our, our guest is actually a friend of episode one's episode one's guest so yeah that's a little tongue twister brit you guys all remember from episode one the divorce girlfriend who actually is no longer the divorce girlfriend she is a wifey and a mommy she now is. she's a merry mama she is mm -hmm. so she's actually the person that introduced me to our guest yeah. jasmine katrina i i mixed i've seen <laughs> i i mix her names up and i've known her as both and i've messaged her i actually slid into her dms um to invite her to britney's birthday once sure and so did. i think that's probably what partly mm -hmm. confused me and so understandably so because my instagram is like my first initial my middle name and then my last name so it's yeah. like and then my name on my page is my first and middle so yeah. a lot of people assume like my middle name is my last name and i'm like no it's not so our lovely guest i'm gonna let you introduce yourself how do you want people to talk what should they call they you? They can call me um, Jasmine. They can call me Jasmine Katrina. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm Jasmine Katrina. Um, what else should I say? Um, influencer. No, I'm not an influencer. I am a content creator. I work full time. I have a whole job. <laughs> um, multiple. Um, but no, I am a woman that loves makeup and beauty and fashion and Jesus and... Um, content creation and I run my own business I work full-time I'm serve a lot at a church like a woman of many things so many things going on in my life all the time so yeah you are a woman of many things <laughs> and I'm glad you alluded to that <laughs> I'm not even gonna what so this is how I I'm didn't gonna know. stop looking at her because <laughs> I keep wanting to giggle listen you can giggle <clears throat> I, get, I get all the laughs out and this is the interesting part because, and we even just were talking about this before yeah. we hit record. Like we were talking about music and, and some of the things. And I think the first time I met you, like it was at church, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to take you. Because it was mean? like, you were like so real, but oh. it was like so, <laughs> so, so real, I'm right? I'm very honest. Probably too, I mean, not, I don't think you can be too honest, but I'm very... Uh transparent and it wasn't like sure. a brutal honesty yeah. it was just like you didn't really sugarcoat and then no, it was like yeah, you know what, what i'm said. gonna walk away before i say something i shouldn't be saying at church <laughs> and i was like boundaries i don't i don't what do i do I with don't this know, i don't know what to do with this and here's part of the reason so i will talk about this in the book hopefully you will all have that by the end of the year oh praise but, god okay praise god right okay i didn't know how to be honest as me mm. because like, you know, you hide and you deal with your secret shame and your secret yeah. sin. And so then it's like when people are like real, real, real at church and you're like, what? 
It throws you off. Yeah. It, you really don't know how to act. You're yeah. like, um, did she just say that? Sure did. And so it's like I had to reconcile that first mm. time. And then in our, our last experience where we were standing in the parking lot and you like oh, read child. me. Like, I totally. When I tell you, you this know. woman read me and then like prophesied to our other friend, I was like. Look, oh, you know the crazy Lord, part. I, don't know how I legit be forgetting that. about that. Like sometimes I'll be in the moment, and the Lord will say, like, he'll I'll get the unction to speak about something, and I'll say it, mm-hmm. and out of sight, out of mind. Like once it's out, I literally went home and like I I did not remember that until you just brought that up. Like oh, that did happen. Yeah, no, I've thought about that multiple times. Oh. I was like, <laughs> well, because I pulled our because we had started in the restaurant, we were leaving yeah, Brian's thing, yeah. and so it started out as a whole conversation mm-hmm. for Oscar. And then Not I the name said drop. something. Did you mean to name drop? I mean, your yeah, podcast, I'm, your world. You can do what you want to do. It is because I'm, I know you meant to say his name. I'm, well, <laughs> I'm going to probably bring it back around to me. Uh, I promise I'm not a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but this is, this is true. This, only, this is literally what happened in the parking lot, though. So. Yeah. And so I pulled my phone out because the way you were prophesying to him, mm-hmm. I just wanted to catch that recording for him. Yeah. Yeah. Very and thoughtful. Then, I was like, I said something, and it was, like, and then you like turned of. on me. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, hold on, Lord, like, yeah, ain't nobody asked for all of that, like, yeah, nobody asked. If it makes you feel better, that happened literally. Something like that happened to me um, in the twenty twenty one. My friend and I went to Tulsa. We went to Transformation Church for Crazy Faith, and. I got got because I went to go. I saw the merch back. Here's one thing about me. And everyone knows I love church merch. Like, I'm going to buy a hoodie, a sweater, a T-shirt. I'm going to buy the church merch. And so while we were there for the Crazy Faith offering, I saw someone walk out with the merch bag. And I was like, oh, they have merch. So I got to get merch. And so we walked into their their merch store. And sure enough, literally, similarly to what happened with us, we were minding our business. And all of a sudden, my friends were getting a word and then the guy turned at me he's like who are you and then I was like huh and I got stuck and then I got like a 12 minute prophetic word from two people and I was shook I recorded everything and when I still go back and listen to it I cry I'm like what is my life and so we finished there and I remember us in the car in the rental car and we just kind of sat there like where do we what do we do when someone dragged our soul in the name of Jesus and we don't have it back yet. What, what do, do I you do? do? <laughs> and so, yeah, we, so, you know, I, me doing that to you, I also have, I know what it's like to have that done to me. And I was like, yeah. well, God, get that glory, Lord, get that glory. Well, because the first night I met you mm-hmm. um, happened to be one of those weird nights where I got, somebody gave me a word where, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, like Michelle walked out. Oh, Miss Michelle, Lord knows, I tried. She so gave hard. me a hug. That's how she did. And it was like the side hug. It's a trap. And then it's literally a trap. You and Britt was like, nope. uh, nope, nope. And I was like, whoa, it's wait, a trap. why are we leaving? Because and she proceeded to drag know, my soul. For those who know, if you know Miss Michelle, you know that beautiful woman of God would just be like, hey. How are you? And she asked the one question, and all of a sudden you're just you're unraveled, and yes. she's like encouraging you and edifying you and affirming you in Christ. And she takes your soul, and then yes. you you leave, and you're like, God, can I get my soul back? And right. so, yeah, like, no, no, we saw that. Mom. I said, no, I said, no, I'm heading out. I'm not about to play with this. Not today. Nope. Right. I want to be dragged today. You and y'all did. Y'all <laughs> literally left me in that moment. Love and I was you. Like, mean oh. it. So sorry, but we had to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not gonna stay for that. And then I caught up with you guys afterwards, and I was like, um. So y'all just y'all just, y'all knew she was gonna do me like that, and then y'all just gonna leave me like duly noted. Yeah, for sure. So but yeah, all in love, was... but like if it's if it's if it's gonna be a pick between me being dragged or you being dragged, <laughs> I'm heading out. I'm not staying. I'm not staying. I'm not staying. So yeah. So and that's that's. All of that is just to say, like, we have had some moments, and it has been lovely. Mm-hmm. And you you alluded to, I, I called you an influencer, and you was like, no, I'm a social media uh, a content creator, yes. which I love your humbleness, <laughs> because, and here's why, because I realized I needed to have you on the podcast, because I've, I felt influenced by your hospitalization. 
I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I do remember that. And so, and like, I literally Ooh, stopped you let's in get the, into it. Yep. literally stopped you in the parking lot at Grace. Oh, so this is, I forgot the good disclaimer. Yes, we met at Grace. Yes. This is not a, a Grace sponsored podcast. No. Don't inf- e- email Grace Covenant talking about them two chocolate chicks was talking about stuff and we don't approve because Grace ain't going to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, <laughs> if you want to send an email, that's rewriting happily ever after at gmail.com. I will happily take your, your comments and, or you can slide in to my DMs at rewriting underscore happily ever after 2018 on Instagram because we are on Instagram. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, you, so we, I mean, you guys hopefully have listened to the, the episode with Keener. Um, so, you know that I had a stroke. And, you know, we're talking about a lot of a lot of health focused things. And, um, you know, I jokingly talk about how I was on the worldwide sugar tour um, (laughs) without my meds. That gets me every time. (laughs) Well, and so and this is why I preface it that way, because, you know, I'm trying to get my back surgery and I, you know, I get my glucose and it was like 465 at that moment. But when I left from getting my blood drawn, before I even got the results back, like I went to eat lunch Mm, and then I had and had a soda before I had my lunch. So like I was probably on the 600 end, if not higher. Yeah. On that day. So Mm. it it took it took a little bit to come back Mm -hmm. down. Um, you know, and then I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've been, you know, we working on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, after the stroke, my numbers were great mm-hmm. and then it's, 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 it's been a struggle. Mm. <laughs> the Lord dragged my soul, um, as we love to, to say it, um, over the winter break, but mm. we connected because yeah. you put it out on, on Instagram yeah. that you were hospitalized Mm -hmm. diagnosed diabetic um and so what was that like for you because (laughs) you know for me my dad was a diabetic my grandma's a diabetic Mm. so like there was always a um a thought in my mind of fear an unhealthy fear Mm. that like i don't want to be a a diagnosed as a diabetic Mm -hmm. so like for you like how did that come up? Like, was is it run in fear? In run, does it run in your family? Like, oh, there's so many things. Your... So yeah, um, I don't know if it runs all the way through my family, but my mom is actually diabetic. So, and the and here's the craziest part. So the way she found out was she got into a car accident, and so her vision was so blurry. And so when she got to the when the uh, paramedics and people came to the emergency, thank God she was fine. But like she ran into something and crashed. And so when the people came, um. They were like, your, she was like, her, her vision basically went blurry. And so she was like, you know, the ticket doctor, check her out. And they're like, you're diabetic. And a part of the symptoms of diabetes is your vision. You can lose your vision. And so that's how she got, and got introduced to diabetes. And so um, I, by way of her, like, we've monitored, like, we didn't really monitor what we ate. But we typically ate a lot of carbs, a lot of sugar food, a lot of things, a lot of processed stuff. Um and so for me, when I found out, I remember my primary care doctor being like, you're borderline pre-diabetic. I ain't listened to her. I didn't care nothing about what she said. And I was like, okay, whatever. Because in my mind, I had this, like, not unhealthy fear, but I had this very unhealthy gumption of, like, it can't, it won't happen to me. Like, I had a, a lot of unhealthy, I guess, pride around that, thinking, mm-hmm. like, it wouldn't happen to me. And so yeah. I always thought that, like, okay, whatever the numbers say, I know what to do or I know I can do something to just, like, get it away. Um, and so what ended up happening was it was like 2020. So obviously everyone's under at home because of the pandemic. And I was very stressed. I was in this job that I once loved and it grew toxic very quickly. Mm. And that affected my health completely. Like I stress ate every day. Um, and then I just didn't have, no one had a normal routine anymore because of the pandemic. So like I was at that point when my doctor told me I was pre-diabetic in like 2019, 2018, I was going to the gym. I was like, okay, well, I want to do the right thing. I want to get healthy so I can like not be diabetic and try to prevent it. And so um, I ended up hitting 2020. We got into the job and then 
it just got really bad. I was very stressed, so I stress ate every day. I was like door dashing food every day, or I was like staying up all night and work and getting up really early. So I wasn't getting adequate sleep. I wasn't yeah. drinking enough water. I was trying to like kind of work out, but I wasn't doing the workouts at home. Like I'm, I need to be in the gym. Like I can't be doing. It does not work for me. And so yeah, so I ended up um, getting really thirsty. And we also had a bunch of just life things happening that year um, with the pandemic and, like, the racial brutality, the issues happening as a country. We were heading into this 2020 presidential election. Like, it was just a lot. And so I remember being really stressed. I was trying to, trying to mitigate it, but I really wasn't. And um, long, long story short, sometime in August, I went to visit one of my friends, and I was excessively thirsty. Like, I would drink water and then immediately have to use the bathroom I would fill up on juice and I would kind of be okay but then like I would get from the DC area to Richmond and stop at my mom's house and see her and then I had to like go to the bathroom then I would like be able to go through the rest of the, the trip mm-hmm. so that weekend I came back home to see my mom and I was telling her I was like yeah but at the same time I was so thirsty I was losing weight so I was like well something must be maybe I'm just dehydrated because I'm losing weight which is good mm-hmm. but I'm really thirsty yep. but I'm just dehydrated yep and my mom was like, I want to test your sugar. And I was like, no, you're not about to, like, <laughs> prick me in the kitchen. Like, this is not breaking bad. Like, it was just a lot. She was just really like, let me just give you insulin. I was like, I can't. You can't give me your insulin. I was like, mom. like, And my mom was from New York. So I was like, girl, no. Like, you're not about to shoot me up with insulin that I don't even, like, you know what I mean? Like, no. It was wild. I was like, girl, love you, but I'm not doing that. So she was like, fine, if you don't want to take my insulin. I was like, yeah, I don't. She was like, just like stay here until your sugar levels go down. So we we did the the strip test. So mm-hmm. I took my blood and, and tested it, and my number read high. Like there was just no number, just at high. So oh. she was like, um, yeah, your sugar's too high. She was like, that's how that's I know. So she was like, stay here, drink lots of water, and then we'll test in a few hours, and then you can go home. I don't want you to drive home late and like your sugar's that high. And the thing about being diabetic, at least when I got introduced to it from my perspective, no one, not even my primary care doctor, sat and explained to me what the numbers meant. So for everyone that was like, I was testing my sugar. Once I got once I got back home, I got the little kid, and I was testing my sugar every day. My mom was like, text me every time you, you test your sugar. So my numbers were like 465, 572, wow. high, 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 wow. 361, high, 208. Like I was in the 200 to like high range. And so she was like, you need to call your doctor. You need to go get in your sugar too high. And I was like, but, yeah. and I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, call your doctor. I'm like, okay, but what does this mean? So long, long story short, I go make a doctor's appointment. I go in. That morning I tested, my sugar was 472. I get to the doctor. Hold on. Sorry. Was that a fast? Like your fasting blood sugar was 472? No, no, no. This oh, okay. was like, well, yes. So, like, I would wake wow. up and my sugar level was like three something sometimes. Wow. Um, and so, because I had to go to the doctor that day, I didn't. My sugar read 462. And so, I go in and my mom was like, you might want to pack a bag because you're probably <laughs> going to get admitted. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, and I was in the thick of my work stress that week. I was so stressed with work. But I packed a bag, I packed, and I even packed my work laptop. So I packed my laptop, I packed mm. everything. Um, I go to the doctor. They said, we're going to admit you to the hospital. I drive myself to the hospital. I get there, I get admitted. And here's the crazy part, which I think a lot of this adds to the, the weight of being diabetic. But, like, I was doing work from the hospital. And I remember when I told my manager, she was like, okay, you need to start working. I'm At this point, she probably said it because legally, like, you should not be working from a hospital. <laughs> but not in any, like, sympathetic, empathetic way. And so I was like, okay, so whatever. So I, like, watched Netflix. I was in the hospital. Um, the doctors came. They gave me two rounds of um, saline. They, like, I stayed in the hospital from a Thursday. I got released on a Tuesday. So I was wow. there all weekend. Um, and because of COVID restrictions, I, no one you visited me. Yeah. I think I had, like, one friend that was able to come. And I remember being there. I was 27. I was about to be 28. And I was weeping. And, like, I was in the hospital bed. And the nurse, and I thank God for black women, but more, I thank God for black nurses, like, the true heroes of the medical industry. So she sat with me for about an hour. Mm. And she was like, this is what's going on with your body. And... um work stress like stress in general plays a huge role in your sugar levels so you have if you can't do nothing else you need to mitigate your stress you need to obviously eat like a balanced diet and you need to work out and she was like your work stress or stress in general is will completely move your sugar numbers up you have to like figure out ways to de-stress 
And so we were talking for about 45 minutes, and I am weeping. Because in my mind, as a 27-year-old, I've never been in the hospital like this. I can't even see anybody. And here I am all because of diabetes. Like, what? Like, how did I get here? And I remember just crying. She's like, it's okay. She said, the best thing is that it's reversible. So you can get out of this, but you have to mitigate your stress. Mm -hmm. And we'll create a plan that works. And so I was in the hospital until that following Tuesday. And I was like, okay, God. Like, I will never let my life, I will never let work push me to the point where my health is disimpacted because it was really so much stress with work. Um, and I just, all my healthy norms were gone because of the pandemic. So yeah. like, I couldn't go to the gym and work out. I was trying to eat healthy, but I didn't want no healthy food. Like I'm stressed, DoorDash is fast. And like, yeah. so all my normal coping mechanisms were gone. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was that realization of like, you, this is your rock bottom moment. And we'll never get back to this point. Like, we're going to make sure we do everything that we'll never have to feel like this again because life is so short already mm-hmm. that this is not the way that you got to go out. Like, you don't have to go out like this. Yeah. And you shouldn't go out like this. Yeah. And for whatever the purpose is that God has for me or anyone listening, like, I don't want us to live a life that we cut ourselves short because we could have done things to prevent these measures and mm-hmm. we just didn't. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that's definitely, like, what the hospital moment was for me. For sure. See, and I love it because, like, you made up your mind mm-hmm. and then, like, because you haven't been to the hospital since, right? No, I haven't been back to the hospital. Um, now, I <laughs> I mean, right after I got out, I think the next three months I went back. Oh, and yeah, so my A1C level at the time when I got admitted was 11.6. Which oh, that's is child play, no play. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> but it's still not good because it's supposed to be between four to seven. Oh yeah, so I, like, I know. What we you're... not even. Near. I was like, oh wow, but I got really good the, the few months after I got out of the hospital. Yeah. But entering into the end of the year that year and into twenty twenty one, because of work stress got back to it. So I tried to do yeah. everything until I left that job. Like I tried to do everything to mitigate it, but like even between then and now, like I have my ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part. No, I haven't been back to the hospital at all, and I'm pretty sure, just based off the symptoms that you get when you're diabetic, I mm-hmm. haven't had any of those those symptoms in, like, the last year. But definitely 2021, That's I was good. still, like, ebbing and flowing, yeah. for sure. For no, sure. and the only reason I ask, like, because, like you said, it's, well, and I mean, for you especially because it happened during the pandemic, mm-hmm. like, you were, you were relegated. Like, you couldn't have yeah. people, right? And I... And I think this is why I struggled with my diabetes because, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, like, I watched my dad go through this. Like, Mm. I watched him have, you know, hospitalizations and and not go through it. And Mm -hmm. it's like, and I felt like I I was, like, a harsh critic because I'm like, Dad, like, Mm -hmm. I know it's reversible. Like, all we got to do is, like, Mm -hmm. do this, this, and this. And, like, it wasn't changing. Yeah. And then here I am having the same things. Like, mm-hmm. my first hospitalization was um, probably a month after he passed. After, because wow. um, I was just on the road and back and forth between here and Texas, and I'd stayed, and I was fast food and processed, mm-hmm. and and then I was grieving, so I was just, like, really kind of eating whatever. Yeah, like, I sure. did not care. Yeah. Um, and so I wound up, that August, uh, August of 15, I wound up going to the hospital for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then um, the second time was February of 2016 after I came back from the court situation in dealing with his probate mm-hmm. in Texas. So I drove down to Texas, yeah. came on back, and then wound up in the hospital again. And wow. so then I'm like, Man, like you were so, and so then I felt like that didn't make it any better because mm-hmm. now I'm criticizing myself because yeah. it's like, well, you were so harsh on pops, mm. but now you're doing the same thing. And like, if I didn't have to tell people that I was in the hospital, I wouldn't. And then I'd suffer in silence because yeah. I'm like, well, because well, that sounds like associating obviously shame and guilt, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're ashamed one that you're in the same situation, yep. and then guilt because you got yourself there. And then both, you know, because you, like you said, like you were a harsh critic on him and now you're being a harsh critic with, to yourself. And I think that's that's tough. And yeah. I think you've also had like big life moments that like 
will bring someone to that point. So it's like mm-hmm. add the all those layers. What do you do when you don't when you have the like you have the tools and resources, but you don't want the tools and resources? And I feel like a part of that is like you know understanding and seeing like okay, at least with me. When I left the hospital, I was like, okay, I, I spent a lot of time still in my day-to-day, but I kept thinking to myself, what what's my, like, st- my stressors mm-hmm. and how do I respond? So I know for me, when I'm really stressed by, with work or anything, I stress eat. So if I know that, I'm like, okay, what can I do? And I'm a, and I'm a creature of habit, and I'm very mm-hmm. much a person that loves routines. Like, I, I'm type A through and through. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, and I'm not. Yeah. And so for me, I need, a, I need some type of plan. Now, will I stick to the plan? Maybe, maybe not. But if I know if the plan exists, I can like, reference it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> so, sometimes I'm like, no, I don't care about that plan. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't care nothing about that plan. But knowing that I have a plan, yeah. I have a fallback. So for yeah. me... I was like, okay, figure out your stressors, figure out your, um, your your responses to your stressors. So with work, I was always stress eating. And mm. um, my comfort food is like Chick-fil-A or some type of like Thai food or whatever. Um, and so to me, there's a really good book that I always tell people to read. It's called Atomic Habits. And one thing in the book that he talks about is you make so much success by changing your habits when you do, like, the 1%. So to me, it's like, I'm not going to never eat Chick-fil-A. Like, I'm not going to do that. But instead of getting the sandwich and the fries, mm-hmm. I now get, like, this chicken strips and the side salad. So I don't. Also, I also don't eat as much as I used to. I was who I'm going to talk about. I was out there eating every day. But, like, even when I do have it, I go for the healthier option. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if I, don't, if I can't get to the gym, I might stretch or, like, do yoga. So, like, I think for us and people listening like uh, you really have to be there's a level of self-awareness that this this specific type of disease brings you like you need to be self-aware because it's because it's something that you can reverse and because it's something that us almost especially if you're type two um is Mm self-inflicted like you have to be self-aware yeah and you have to be accountable to your own decisions like that's the biggest thing that this disease has taught me like i'm accountable for everything I put in my mouth, every food choice I pick, every day I do or don't go to the gym, like I am fully responsible for this body. Yes. And that is a level of self-awareness. That is a level of accountability. That is a level of trust you have to have between you and the Lord. And there's mm. a level of pride you have to set aside to be like, I don't know everything. Yeah. And I am going to fall. And it's and I do have shame. Like, even for you to say I, and name it, like, I have shame around this disease for this reason. I have guilt for this thing. Like, yeah. being able to name it. Like, if we don't name it, we can't fix it. And so yeah. I'm, I've become a really big advocate of, like, well, let's just name it. Let's just name the problem. Mm-hmm. I might not fix the problem. But if I name it, if I know I, it. If I know it, I'm aware. If I'm aware, I can, I can choose to change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely a lot. But understandably why you would have shame and guilt, for sure. See, and I, I, I definitely love that you, you named your kryptonite, because I, I was going to ask you, because the Lord, over, you know, the last couple of weeks of December in the mm-hmm. year, like, he was just dealing with me. And I used to say I, I, I had one particular problem. And he was like, nah, you got a pleasure problem. Ooh. And I was <laughs> like, oh. Okay. Thank God the Lord don't talk to me. Like, th- well, he talks to me. But, he drags me my own way. <laughs> but praise you, right? God, he drags you well, separately. And it, I realized because what winds up happening is it starts with, and I can tell, like, mm-hmm. when anytime before it even gets to, like, a lust problem, mm. like, I have let myself get to, like, I've gone through it. So, like, I've not designed myself. Dr. Pepper, like I eat what I want, mm-hmm. I drink what I want, and then all of a sudden, like I'm like, Lord, why am I lusting after such and such and so and so, and why am I having these problems? And it's like it started no, no, with no. that. It, it started with because you wouldn't deny your your flesh ah, at the simple stuff. Ah, and God, so, that yes. is yikes! Right, yikes on bikes, my God, today. And then it's That's like good, you're though. not denying yourself spending, yeah. and so now you're wondering like why you broke and you overweight. Like He's you have going. not. No, that's absolutely have, true, though. Yeah, for sure. It is. And I'm like, sure. oh, snap. And so, like, my kryptonite is Dr. Pepper. Mm. Like, it starts with the Dr. Pepper for me. Like, if I, and mm. it's not even, like, I can have one. It's no. like, I don't stop with one. Yeah, you can't. So, if I find myself craving mm-hmm. multiple Dr. Peppers a day and then giving in, it's a like, 
I'm going over that cliff in about six days. Wow. Like, and it's, it's, and then I'll be wondering, like, Lord, how did I get here? So now that He's you like, know that, oh, like, snap. have you put in the proper, <laughs> have you put in steps to not, like, have you put in steps to not, to not fall off the cliff? And, so ooh, I have so many, ooh, okay, okay. So here's the other thing, because I've been, I've, because after I had the stroke, so prior to the stroke, like right before the like last week or so, mm-hmm. because I had already been making dietary changes, like my palate was already changing. And That's a so word in itself for sure. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, it's it's going there. And so what wound up happening is especially after the stroke happened and I was in the hospital and they're like, all right, well, we're going to be counting your carbs. And nope, you can't have that because you've already had your three carbs for the meal mm-hmm. and you can't have this and you can't have that. And so... Like they were, it. I wound up training my my body and training my palate, and because I started taking the Ozempic, and mm-hmm. that will cut your appetite. Like, mm. like I was listen. I <laughs> it also was what was making me sick um, mm. after I got out of the hospital, and so like I jokingly was like, listen, I got two more doses, and I'm like beach body ready. Like, and the lady was like, don't you don't you dare take them them doses. I was like. But I'm trying to have me a hot girl summer. Like I'm, I'm ready, ma'am, ma'am. Right. <laughs> Not even knowing what hot girl summers are. I'm like, oh snap, wrong, wrong idea. Ma'am, yes, but- no, ma'am, <laughs> no hot girl summers for you. Not at all. But like my palate, I hadn't realized mm-hmm. had changed so much. Like high C was too sweet. Like mm. I was watering down lemonade. I was watering down. Like I was literally just drinking water yeah. most of the time. Like I couldn't have salty foods. Like Dr. Pepper was out of thing. the question. Yeah. And then I retrained my palate to enjoy those things. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, snap. Like, how did I get back here? And he's like, uh, pleasure problem. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right, Lord, like, listen, you are the God of miracles. Yeah. Surely you can help me retrain my palate. Oh, for sure. And I, I love that you just said that because I'll be honest. I've I've always been like a curvy girl. Like I've your girl ain't seen seen small since seven. Yeah. And um, I feel like this this last journey of health that I've been on, where I've been like in the gym and like mm-hmm. we well, I'm sure we're gonna talk about this too. But like, it didn't. I haven't been this consistent in my fitness and health healthy living journey and I think because like when I was in the hospital and even up to last year I was like God I cannot do this without you like it's it's not even a joke it's not even a uh, ha 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 maybe it's like no 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 I cannot retrain my mind and my body and my palate without the actual grace and strength and power of Jesus Christ like Mm -hmm. inviting him into my workouts inviting him into my meal prep inviting him into my like where am I going to go eat after church where am I going to go to eat like inviting him into all of that is the only way I can I can sit here and be like yeah I'm better or yeah I've lost this amount of weight like because I'm I've tried it before and I'm like no if you leave it up to me I'm gonna do what I want to do and I'm gonna do it with no regrets yeah and I'm gonna do it and be like oh forgive me God and I'm gonna ask for forget for one thing about me. I'm gonna ask for forgiveness, but Saying I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not even, I don't even care about the. I don't care. So like, if you leave it up to me and my own vices, I would live a very different life. And so I just love that you said that he is the God of miracles. But it's it's that, and it's like I've learned to just invite him into the small what I what I consider small decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, hey, it's me again. What what should I eat for breakfast? I want Chick-fil-A, but, I, oh, I have eggs at home. That's right, because I grocery shop. Okay, cool. So scramble that. Okay. Like, I invite him into everything because I don't tr- – the reality is I don't trust myself. Yeah. I don't trust myself as far as I can throw myself because I don't trust – I've had such a bad record with my trust in myself that, like, if you leave it up to me, I'm going to do – I am absolutely going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And I can't do what I want to do. Yeah. And I won't – if I do what I want to do, I will not be here. Like, I will be dead. Yeah. So we've tried it, and it's like, nah, mm-mm. I need him. I need him. I need him. I lean on God so much in the whole fitness and lifestyle journey, which I'm sure we're going to get into. But, like, I lean all the way in now because I know what it's like to try to do without him. Yeah. And I fall short every time. See, and yeah. I love that you said you, you like, tap in mm-hmm. on even the small decisions. 100%. I'd be like, 
Yeah. I'd be like, how did I get here? And I'm like, um, mm-hmm. well, you started the whole day with da 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 da, and like that's part of what I had to do was break the habits because yeah. I'm, I kind of am a stress eater, but not so much. Like I'm like an on the go, don't meal prep, don't plan. Mm. So like last year before I had the stroke, and like this is definitely what played into my sugar being so high. Like I'd start the day and I'd get to my first stop, and it's a Safeway, and I'd have like. 10 minutes to wait for kids so like my Mm -hmm. breakfast was a dr pepper and a bag of chips Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. do that every day all day too yeah and i'm a big snacker so i i don't need like i have to remember like you need a full meal like because i'll i'll snack throughout the day um but it's it's so easy to fall back into those habits Mm -hmm. and like every once in a while even recently i was like "Ooh, we're back here yeah and then god's like yeah and we're gonna get right back to where we were and it's like Man, it's a it, daily, it's a daily thing for sure. And for so sure, that's definitely where I'm like with this. Oh, okay. So I need you to help me retain my palate. So mm-hmm. like, what are we doing, Lord? Yeah. And it's like, all right, fruits and veggies. Mm-hmm. Fruits and veggies. Next forty days. Don't be spending extra money. Mm. Don't be going out to eat. Somebody's how much be. you say when you don't spend money at eating out. That's for sure. <sighs> I'm like, yeah, fruits and veggies. I was like, but Lord, you, you, you. You realize I don't really like veggies. And it's like, hey, how do you think we're going to retrain this palate? You better like smoothies. Hey, look, I was so glad when you was like, tropical smoothie. I was like, oh, I can't eat today. <laughs> yeah. I love tropical smoothie. And so uh, it's, it, yeah. you know, we've, we've, uh, we had a couple issues the last few days. And uh, somebody asked me earlier. I was like, nah, let's, don't even ask. We we are restarting, okay. and we are we are good, and we are going to be good because Praise we God. are going to rely wholly on the Lord for this one. Yeah, and I think too, like there's grace. Like, listen, the holidays. I said, hey, I'm I've been doing really well, but this season of I love the holidays. I'm going to eat everything I want to eat, yeah. but in moderation, right? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't need the second or third plate. I was like, I'm gonna just stick to the one, mm-hmm. and we're gonna drink water. And I don't need every cup of soda. So even when I can limit and moderate, I can. But I don't – I think that's one thing, too, with this journey, at least this go-around, is, like, I don't withhold. Like, I eat – for me, at least, I Mm -hmm. eat what I want to eat. But when and how much of it has completely changed. I don't need – the the cake or the cookie or the dessert every like I don't need a lot of that stuff every day, mm-hmm. um, but if I want it I'm gonna get it, yeah. but I just don't need to have it as frequently as I used to or um, in the volume that I used to have it. So, <laughs> you know, even those I think I consider all of those like good changes and healthy habits. And you know, I, I love that you're doing a forty day fruit and veggie, because um, you just sometimes you just need a full reset. Like I know for me, my goal this year was like I want to be eighty percent plant based and twenty percent whatever. Yeah, so I got like Tabitha Brown's cookbook. My mom's vegan, so I'm not going full vegan because I'm gonna still eat cheese, and I still love eggs, so I'm not doing that. But I do want to have an eighty percent diet where it's all plant based, and then like twenty percent I can kind of like do what I want to do. But honestly, at that point, I don't even I don't even desire the things. Yeah. So yeah, that's my goal for this year for sure is to do eighty twenty and go plant based. Bless the Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, my soul. And all that's within me. Because I've had my doctor for years now. I'm like, yeah, you should be more plant-based. You should be more plant-based. Uh, listen, I love me the hog, okay? <laughs> Give me the bacon. Give me... Look, they were talking right. about the men's breakfast. I was like, I want why some- do women got to have cheese? Like, I want meat. Like, mm-hmm. give me the breakfast. Yeah. No, um, eat that bacon. Yeah. For sure. And I think that's that's the thing, right? Um with Leadwell, we had had, I think it was Kevin York a couple months ago. Mm, and he was I love like, him. Yeah. Your enemy knows what your, your downfalls are. Like, you need to have your own war plan mm-hmm. to combat what your, your, your pitfalls are. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, and that's the thing. Because, like, again, like, I was like, thinking I had one problem, and the Lord was like, nah, like, this is the issue. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, wait a minute. All right, so what am, what are, what am I going to do? What is the plan? Yeah. Right? And it's like, uh... And, like, I can't be surprised, like, every time I bust my fast and be like, oh, yeah, this is how I ended up here because I didn't plan ahead. Yeah. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. 
like I'm I'm so not the type A person. Like mm, I live I live in a list. Ooh, child, I love see, me a type. I'm type A through and through. Like it you, saves my soul. Like I need type. I need that type of like structure. See, and yeah. that, like it makes me want to rebel. Like it, like it. I feel like I'm mm. in a box and claustrophobic, and I need to punch my way out. Like mm. I, I not on a list at all. Mm. Like on Enneagram, like I'm a seven and a nine. Oh, I'm a two and like a, oh, yeah. I'm a two and a three. Those were my top two for those. It was a two or three, yes. but I'm definitely a two. But I'm a, a yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. See, Type like a, I'm like way. like the partier. Avoid your feelings. And you're the and, challenger. And, Absolutely. Wait, you said two and what's, what's your number? Uh, seven and nine. So oh, the loyalist and, and the mediator. Like I oh, want to run from that conflict. Tracks. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. That tracks for sure. She's like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, very I, on brand. Yeah, that makes sense for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes total sense for you. Yeah. Yeah. So like I I don't I. Uh, <laughs> List what? No. Meanwhile, I'm over here with my my highlighters and my color coding, and I think it's just such a joy in my soul. I'm like, oh, I get to plan and organize. Yeah, it brings me so much happiness. The <laughs> irony is, if I can do that for somebody else, mm-hmm. like, cause with singles, like, I feel like organizing, like kissing, like, so like I plan through and mm-hmm. I like organize and I get our calendars set and then. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll do it for everybody else, but when it comes to me, mm. like, it's like, I've organi- like I'm organized out, and mm. I, I just want to go home and, and plop down, take a main uh, mental break, yeah. and give me my chips and my whatever. And Have you ever thought day. about planning in a sense of, like, if you didn't name, like, like I'm imagining you trying to plan or organize for Adrian, and it, but it's, like, it's almost like a third person, like... Oh, can you help Adrian create this like plan and like you treat it as like it's a it's a third part it's a third person? Does that make sense? It does. Not that like it's a crazy, but like no, 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 treating like, your plan as if it's like for someone else, so that way you're more committed to it. And then I mean, but essentially it's for you. It's for me. Yeah. But no, like, that would probably like I would probably like jump on board with that. That might be because something to try. Then it's like because my whole thing is like I like helping people. Like yeah. I love to help people, except helping me. Yeah. And so, like, and I feel like that's where, like, the health issues have have gone mm-hmm. wrong. And I realize just how backwards my life has been and, like, how much I need to, like, start working out for sure. Like, and I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, but it wasn't until, like, I was walking up them steps at George, uh, uh, at Mass Ave, that house on Mass Ave for the Georgetown plant. <laughs> And it's literally like five <laughs> floors of steps, and the I was like, mm-hmm. "Father God!" <laughs> like I literally, I was going so slow. Like I literally just stepped to the side and, and let then, people like, pass paused. you. Oh Lord, Hello, child, yes. Because after you've like, mm-hmm. I a lot. ran them up and down Friday, helping set up chairs and get the room set up and everything, and then I had to do it again Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was like. Father, everybody is gone from the building now. Yeah. I am tired, mm-hmm. and we still got to clean up. I just, I'm going to just stroll. I'm at a stroll level now. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and then I still got to walk to my car after this. Because <laughs> mind you, I've already walked to my car and back one other time because mm-hmm. I had to go feed the meter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is why you want me to get in shape. <laughs> Cause I was like, man, it's- especially if you doing, you about to be, yeah, yeah, you need to, yeah, it's I was a yes, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, even if it's just, uh, I mean, I'm not about to get on no stair climber. I'm not even stairmaster. I love the me. stairmaster. Yeah, that is the no. only thing I do. Mm-mm. That is the literally the only form of cardio. I'm in that gym and I'm on that. St- I and you know why though? I used to not be a stairmaster girl. But one of my friends who's really into fitness, she was like, one, that's the one, that's the one machine that's going to, like, you're going to burn calories. Um, and two, I don't know, like, once you, once you conquer, like, not even, and I mean, I don't go, like, I'm not on level eight by any means. I'm, like, a level one, two. I might go to three just to, for giggles, and I'm like, nah, I'm going to go back. <laughs> Let me go back down. But I, it's such a challenge. It's so good. Like, it's, you feel it, and you, you are, you are burning calories but that's the only cardio i do i do the stairmaster and then i do all my weights after listen i think i've i've avoided it because it it feels like 
like I've been in the gym and watched people with their arms like this and looking like the stairmaster <laughs> I mean, has dying. defeated them. Yeah, and I was like, that's not gonna be me. No, like, I no. I let like it be you. Let it be you. Maybe I'm telling ego. you, get I'm up there, sorry. level one, and just do. Because here's what I and I'm I'm the kind of person like when I work out. Let's say I do. I typically do 30 minutes on the stairmaster, and for a while I couldn't even hit that. I was like, guys, 20. But even if it's just do 10, like just start off, just start off slow. Like, okay, I'm gonna do 10 minutes, excuse me, at level one for 10 minutes. 10 minutes is one third of a TV show. And I be out there watching, I watch YouTube, I watch Hulu, I be watching everything on my little phone. (laughs) It's one third of a TV show. It's one third of somebody's vlog. Like it's, it's a 10 minutes into a podcast, but just like, just give it 10 minutes and then go do something, some other card if you want to. And then the following week, give it 15 following week 20 and you'll look up and you're like yo I like sometimes now because I do it so much I hit 30 minutes I feels like it's so fast and I'm like oh oh wow like I'm already at 17 minutes like, that's crazy like I didn't time flies I don't even know it because I've, I'm so my body has become used to it but I think you should absolutely try it get over your pride because here's the reality ain't nobody looking at you when they're working out ain't nobody no one's worried about us when we're working out we have everybody have their headphones in Everyone's in their own world. Everyone has their own routine. No one's worried about us. So <laughs> climb the stairmaster. Give it 10 minutes. Commit, just commit to 10. Commit to 10. Can I commit to two? No, because that would be <laughs> stupid for you to get all the way up there and then get all the way down. If you're going to do two, you might as well do five. If you're going to do five, you might as well do 10. So 10. 10 is the, 10 is the minimum. There's no, there's Listen, no number you can tell. Listen, you dragged my soul. You're not about to drag my feet too. <laughs> you got to. Mm. You might as well. Ten minutes. That's it's gonna be easy. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna feel. It's gonna feel like crap. But it's gonna be actually, <laughs> like the act itself is gonna be easy. It's an easy act. It's ten minutes, girl. Ten minutes is. Ten minutes is five minutes twice. That's how I break. I literally. Be, I'm telling you. I'm in there breaking math down. <laughs> I, when I when I first couldn't when I first did the stairmaster and I could not sustain twenty minutes I was like okay, okay twenty minutes is only four minutes five times I can just do it five times and that's four minutes or I'll be like okay it's only five minutes four times like I would be doing math and be like all right you can do that like you like and the reality is that you our bodies can do so much more than we think it's such a mental thing it's not yeah. even our it's a mental thing you can do ten minutes. You can absolutely do two min- 10 minutes. Y'all should see the look I'm giving her Because right I'm now. like, girl, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Ten, it's, it's 10 minutes. <laughs> and it's going to go by so fast. Well, It's not going to feel like it, but it's going to really go by fast. It's not going to feel like it at first. No, it ain't. But 10 minutes, level one, and just go. And then you do it again. Just do 10 minutes as like your warm-up. And then whatever whatever other cardio you do, and then whatever else you do in the gym. What do you? I'm, okay, I'm, I'm gonna put it like this. Oh, you making faces like so? This that was the workout. If oh, I God. do ten minutes on the stairmaster, I ain't doing nothing else in the gym. Never say never. Oh no, that day I'm gonna be drenched in sweat and sore. I'm I'm I'm. You don't know. You don't know. You're true. That's that's true. You don't know. You're, that's right. That's that's uh, ten we minutes. We gonna, gonna self talk this. We gonna, yeah. we gonna be good. We gonna talk. It's ten minutes. I'm it's a, ch- it's a quick little. T- it's, I get on there because you know I'm in the gym early. Yeah. But I get in there. I watch Living Single, and I be laughing with my headphones in, and I and I look up and I'm like, oh wow, I'm almost done. It's going to go by so fast. It's not gonna feel like it, but it will get. It will feel fast, like as you continue. Um. But 10 minutes is a quick warm-up. And you can do a treadmill. You can do the bike. I don't care what else you do after that, but just commit to 10 minutes on the, on the Stairmaster. I'm going to do it after this 40-day fast. Why would you need... Mm. Well, because I... If y'all can see my face. Cause she, this, is what, this is what she likes <laughs> no, to do. No, here's, here's... She likes... No, no, no. Here's what you like to do. You like to say things like this, and then I look at you like, so you want to be dragged. Like, you want to get chin checked. No, 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 no. So, and here's... Because <laughs> this is BS. What do you no, mean no, no, no. after? And, well, and here's the only here's the reason why mm-hmm. I'm also not doing media like so I'm like like we're stripping all the pleasurable things away. So like, I don't understand how this adds to why you can't do it during the fast. Cause I I can't. There ain't nothing I could watch. I can't watch nothing. You could read your Bible. Child. <laughs> you could absolutely read your Bible. You have you have your you have you version on your phone, don't you? 
because I want because this is the, this is the, here's the reality here's the reality and I know I'm, I'm harsh because <laughs> my family's from New York so I really don't know another way <laughs> but like at the end of the day at the end of January at the end of this month let's just if at the end of this week we'll make it we'll bring it real low at the end of this week do you want to still feel and be the same Adrian that you feel like you are starting this week off and if you are okay with that, that's totally fine. But if you know by the end of this year, you want to look, feel, and overall be different physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, the way you get to that at the end of December this year is what you do today. It's what you do in January. It's what we do in February. It, was, it, like, it builds upon each other. So for all of us people who are like, oh, it's the same year, same me, and I'm just, I'm just here, like whatever, yeah, if you enjoy who you are, that's great. I love that for you, and I want the best. But at the end of the day, if you know that you want to be different physically, if you know you want to be different emotionally, if you know you want to be different um, spiritually, we can't do that just because we just appear in December 31st, 2023. That comes from daily decisions that we make. And the only reason why I go so hard, because I've been telling you, first of all, Atomic Habits is a great book. But he talks about that. It's like, it's the little things. And, you know, in scripture, it's the little foxes. Like, it's the Mm -hmm. little things. So if you want to be this different, better, enhanced version of yourself, we got to cut the crap somewhere. We got to cut, we got to cut it. We got to be like, all right, it ends today. Okay. Because there's no reason that you can't work out while you're fasting. Especially because all you eat is vegetables and fruit and water. Like, you have enough substance in 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 them three to get you through a 20-minute, 30-minute workout, you can do that. You can make your face. I don't care. How she come on my show and drag me? You invited me. <laughs> you signed up for this. You invited me here. Da-da-da. Yes, you did. I have the messages. You invited me. I, that I, I did. I don't. I don't know if I. All I'm saying to... is, I no, know. Right. I know where I. I want to know how. I know how I want to look and feel. Yeah. And it's. In the decisions that I made today. Yeah. And I'll be, I mean, I'm a straight shooter. You know that. But, Mm -hmm. like, I haven't, like, the last, like, three or four weeks since the New Year's, I've only been to the gym twice. I went last Tuesday and I went this past Tuesday. And that's okay because I was really, I had a really chaotic start. I was traveling all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But all that to say, like, you you can do it. Mm -hmm. Now, will you do it? Totally up to you. Yeah. But you can do it. Will you? up for debate but that's between you and the lord because you have the answer to that yeah not me i'm i know i'm i'm being as obedient as i possibly can (laughs) over here so i'm i have the answer to that yeah but so do you yeah and you know you're and and like we just don't i think the thing the reality of it is at least for me we live in a day and age where life is extremely short Mm -hmm. we don't know the hour we don't know the time that god's going to call us home and with so much with so much left on this earth for us to accomplish and fulfill and have purpose to do, we need to do that with the healthiest bodies. Yeah. We need to do that with the healthiest minds. We need to do that with the healthiest of emotions. We can't be bogged down with our own, and it's okay to, you know, have your feels, but we can't be bogged down into like, woe is me and God, like I need a miracle when he's like, I, I gave you tools. I gave you resources. I gave you people. I gave you accountability. I, I, t- I told you directly what it is. Yeah. So at this point, you're just, we're just choosing disobedience. Mm-hmm. And the longer we live in that state of disobedience, the longer we can't even fulfill the things that we're called to do. Right. And then outside of that, there are people who are waiting for you. Yeah. Like you're called to people. Yeah. In Georgetown. Yeah. You're called to people. And where you, you, like, we have, we have people who are waiting for us. Yeah. And how selfish of us to not be in position for them mm-hmm. to encounter God the way we've encountered God. Yeah. Because you don't want to do 10 minutes on the Stairmaster? <laughs> That's crazy. Because you don't want to, you don't want to just, you don't want to do that? Like, kind of, when you put it in perspective, 10 minutes don't feel like, a, it don't feel that bad no more. Listen, she is like... <laughs> You on the say. continual drag, I'm like so I, 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 I feel you. Like I'm with you. I Are get you what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and the you reason, and and the reason is like, like you were saying, like, like once we know, like 
then we're at a spot of we're just being disobedient. For sure. And um, it wasn't really until, you know, this past semester with the exchange, our singles Bible study on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. we were doing a book called Receiving the Promises, um, Receiving the Promises of God by Derek Prince. And that coinciding with some other things that the Lord was ministering to me, like, like I got a fresh perspective of just how uncute disobedience really is to mm. God. Mm. You know, because sometimes we're like, oh, he, 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 lad, I'll do it later. No, no, no. Like, That's you scary. can keep thinking your disobedience is cute for a moment, but like, to God, it looks like the two-year-old throwing a temper tantrum in the store, whether you're mm-hmm. on the floor or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still that ugly and disrespectful to God. Mm. And I was Jeez. like, it all right. sucks. Yeah. And I then remember, at the same breath, you want to be like, I want to be used by you, God. <laughs> yes. We're and such he, jokes. <laughs> We're such <laughs> jokes. We really are. <clears throat> we like, and that's just it. Because we want to be used by God in the things that we want Ooh, to be used. Yeah. But then we refuse <clears throat> to do what he's asking us to do. Yeah. Like, read your Bible every day. Or yeah. um, go speak to Because the thing is, person, he don't care about or, things. I mean, the things that we want to do are what? Like, we... We we add so much we add so much to our lives that couldn't it could just be so simple mm-hmm. it could all be so simple who was that Lauren Hill Erica Badu one of them one it could all be so simple it really could but honestly in short <laughs> ten minutes yeah. start with ten yeah and I promise you and here's the reality for me at least like when it comes to the working out portion because I was like God I really can't do this without you like I'm I don't even want to get up mm-hmm. um. One, I just think as a as a word of encouragement, it's like you just do the one thing. Like you do the thing for that day. And if you don't get to it, okay. But you always have tomorrow. Do the thing. Yeah. Um, and at some point last year in my workout journey, I like got to a place and I'm I'm not all the way there. Like I don't go five times a day or five times a week, excuse me, like I would want to, but mm-hmm. The because I've been so consistent, it's almost I you move from motivation to just like discipline and then you at some point you look up and you want to go to the gym and I'm like oh I want to be there like oh I I feel awkward when I don't work out like Mm -hmm. so you know but it just I just wanted to encourage I know I've been dragging you but also just to encourage you of like it really does get better as we keep going and to me it's I love being in the physical place of a gym like I don't like a lot of classes and stuff like I like the feel like the sweat and like the grip of the weight and I'm like like I love that like rah rah vibe um so I have a time like I have a fire playlist and I be I watch my little TV shows on the stairmaster and I play Mm -hmm. my little hood and Jesus and all my versions of music on my on my Spotify um but it becomes like the one thing of self-care and I think that's a, a big part of it too it's like how are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. And it's the one place where, outside of like the spa, or whatever, where I'm not interrupted by work emails. I'm not interrupted by friends texting me. One, because I'm there so early, so most people are so asleep. Mm-hmm. But like, it's the one thing that completely changes my my entire trajectory of my day yeah. when I do that first. And I think, you know, like in a lot of things, like it's an act of worship. Like yeah. I'm le- I'm physically training my body to do the work in the will of God. Yeah. Um. For delayed gratification, for future pleasures, like yeah. you know what I mean. So, it's a thing of worship. It's an act of self care. It's a way of like mental clarity. Like it's just so much benefits. And now that I'm on the side of actually enjoying working out, like I want to be at the gym. Yeah. A day I didn't think I was ever gonna see, but like now that I'm here, I'm like, oh no, God, like this is good. This is fun. Like mm-hmm. okay, I desire this. Yeah. Which I know it's a desire He gave me because. Again, up to myself, I would never want to do that. No, and I and I get it. And like I know I threw my own little tantrum about stairmaster, but <laughs> yeah, like did, but God got I you. have. Well, and and all jokes aside, like I already have a plan in place mm-hmm. of my cardio, and so like I'm starting with the pool. Nice and low so, impact. Yep. Also so, very intense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because I remember my first few times. My heart in the was pool. racing. I was like, what? Yes. Yeah. And so you know, once I've Finish them six to eight weeks of the pool, then yeah, I'm, okay. I'm gonna hop on that that treadmaster, uh, stairmaster. But I'm I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna check in. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure you will. Oh, hundred percent, I will. Oh, I know you will. When are you starting your swimming? Um, hopefully this week. 
And you um, said six to eight weeks, right? Yeah. So you should be on the Stairmaster by March. <laughs> Maybe end of March. Okay, I'm just going to put a calendar reminder on my phone. <laughs> and she is really putting that in. Oh, 100%. Um, so, yes. Yeah. This has been a lovely chat. Yay, I'm glad. This has been good. This uh, has been good to me. Oh, I'm I'm sure it has. <laughs> I'm sure it has. Um, <laughs> but as we end our time together, I so um <laughs> I'm so glad it feels good to you. Uh I like to ask everybody the same question I in the show every every way. The same way every time. Mm-hmm. Um if you had to go back Ooh, Lord. and give 17-year-old you 17. some advice. And that's, that's great because this is like a monumental year for you. Like you just turned 30 yeah, not too 30 long ago. Yeah, I turned 30 last September, yeah. And so I feel like that's – because I feel like 17-year-olds look up to like the 25 and 25 looks to 30. Mm-hmm. So if you had to go back, what would you tell? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my, there's so much I could say to her. Um wow. Okay. 17-year-old Jasmine, if I can go back and tell her anything, um I would say Oh, this is this is deep. This might get deep, but um one, you are you're beautiful. Like you you think right now that you're not beautiful, but like girl, People be checking like you're 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 cute. You're cute in every way. Like you are you are you it. You're you're it. You're a moment. Um I, I think I would say also um please have fun. Like have fun. Enjoy life um in the way that you want to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Um you're going to enter into a season of contentment that is just so beautiful and it doesn't feel like it right now, but like the contentment that you have in your future self, um, you're going to just explode with joy. Like, you you will know joy in its truest form. Um, and and um, don't shy away from the, the skills, the gifts, the talents that God is giving you, the people that he's bringing you. Um, stay humble. Like, don't get crazy. But, um, but like, no, but like you are, like you are a good thing. Like you are a good thing. You are a good person. Um, you love well, you, you love hard and you deserve every good and perfect gift that comes from the Lord and believe that and know that you don't have to outwork. You can't outwork the things that God wants to give you. And, um, you are a hard worker. But enjoy rest, live and rest, move from a place of rest, enjoy peace of mind. Because people in this world want peace and they look for all, they look for it in all the wrong places. Yeah. Um, but you have a peace and you have a desire and you have a heart um, that is so beautiful and it's so pure and it's so well intended and guarded. Um, don't build a wall, but guard it. Mm-hmm. And and trust your trust yourself trust the holy spirit in you um and live girl travel see this world it's beautiful um but you you are going to have a very, you're going to have a beautiful life that yields contentment and joy um and you you are a good thing and you need not worry about it like whatever desires that you have in your heart you don't have to worry about them because they will be answered wow yeah I would have a lot to say to her. Like, she and I would have to just, like, get brunch and just cry at the table because 30-year-old Jasmine and 17-year-old Jasmine would have a good conversation for sure. For sure. But I think those are, like, the main things I would tell her. Yeah. Thank you. That's so good. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I hope. I mean, I hope you had a good time. I, I mean, listen, I this was I, this is fun. I love stuff like this. This is like this is so cool. Thank you for having me. I appreciate You're it. Welcome, absolutely. I'm honored. Yeah. Yes. And then, uh, I mean, you also got to drag me too, so it was like a twofer. Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> that is true. But I appreciate it, and it's you know I, I you know that's, that's we're working on taking accountability from other people. Yeah. You know, like I I've lived with such a small circle knowing mm. stuff for so long 
Um, and you know, we, we got to take chastisement and, yeah. and accountability and let people in. And so it's, this was great. Yeah, I love it. This was great. Um, so thank you. No, thank you. Um, thank for you, sure. You. Yeah, and, this was an uh, honor. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was like, no, in all honesty, like this was so much fun. Yeah. Um, and it means a lot that when anyone would want to invite me to like their platform or like their baby, like this is like your baby. So yeah. um, I'm very thankful and I'm grateful. And I hope everyone listening enjoys this episode and yeah. like can take away something that can apply to their life in some capacity. So yeah. Absolutely. Do you want to tell the people where to find you on your social? Ooh, or? where am I? Where am I? I am everywhere. Um, <laughs> I am on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. They're all the same username, so that's why I named them like that. So it's um, at J Katrina Smith. So J the letter the letter J. Uh, Katrina is K A T R I N A. Smith is S M I T H. So I'm always on mainly Instagram and TikTok. Um, and yeah, my YouTube channel is my first and middle name, so Jasmine Katrina. If you want to check me out, like visually, I'm there too. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah, yeah. those all my my platforms. I, I still have Twitter, but like I'll be tweeting for real no more. Yeah, Twitter got crazy, so I got I had to I had to give that one a rest. Twitter Twitter did get crazy, but I. I I, I do like to follow black Twitter feeds every oh, now and sure. then. Oh, for sure. Now, listen, black be. Twitter is a vibe, <laughs> but Twitter as a whole app is crazy. <laughs> but black Twitter is a, that is a time. Yeah. I have a good time on that app. The, yes. Every single, especially recent. Did you see the Diddy thing? It's no, not appropriate, but I'm, it's so inappropriate. Yeah, I have, like, I've only been on this week just to check my messages with you, Fair. but, like, I hadn't, I've. I have not. And That's fine. You, it was nasty. It don't matter. It's, it was nasty. So if you if you did see it, for those listening, like please DM me. Let me know if you saw it because I was like, this is a foolery. But you don't need to see it because you're off social right now. Yeah. So you're being obedient. So never mind. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about the world. They being nasty. Oh, this that is mm-hmm. that is probably yes. The again, world is nasty. The yeah. world is nasty. The world is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up because it's going to get cray cray. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. Again, um, wherever you're listening to us on um, SoundCloud or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, like, subscribe, comment, um, share this, share the other episodes. Fantastic. Um, Hashtag rewriting happily ever after. Um, email us at rewriting happily ever after at gmail.com. You can definitely shoot us a message or follow us on Instagram at rewriting underscore happily ever after 2018. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you can, I hope it just blesses and changes your life in some kind of way or even if it just gave you a laugh like I hope that that is amazing (laughs) too Um, and always remember like you have the opportunity to rewrite your happily ever after peace out bye